Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the iBug Bite. Today is July 10th, 2023, and this is episode number 591. Actually, this is the iBug Buzz. The iBug Bite comes later. Anyhow, my name is Brad Snyder, and along with my co-host, the ladybug herself, Sandy Rao, we are your facilitators for tonight's call. The iBug Buzz is an open forum where we discuss all things in the iOS universe. We'll talk about iPhones, iPads, we'll talk about Apple Watches, and maybe even the Apple TV. We'll talk about the hardware, we'll talk about apps, and we'll even talk about peripherals such as keyboards, headphones, and other devices you can use with your iOS device. The one thing we don't talk about here is the Mac. We have another call for that. And if you try to talk about the Mac, we'll ban you and send you to the Gulag waiting room. No, just kidding. But we do try to keep it on iOS devices. That's what we're all here for. So with those introductory remarks out of the way, let me hand it over to my co-host, Sandhya, and she'll tell us what all is going on in iBug this week and perhaps even beyond. Sandhya, take it away. Hey, thank you, Brad. Yes, we have a busy week. Let's get started. All times are central. Everything is on Zoom, unless specified otherwise. Like Brad said, the next two hours are the buzz. And then at our midpoint, we'll have the big reveal. So hang on for that. With the test your knowledge of movie uh, trivia. Then tomorrow, tomorrow, we will have iBug Mini Buzz on Clubhouse from 5 to 6. Wednesday, we're off. Thursday, Vila Book Club, we're going to be discussing The Heart is a Lonely Hunter. And the DB number is 58532, 12 hours and 11 minutes. Get started. And uh, we will have a great discussion at 6.30 on Thursday, 6.30 Central. Then Friday's iBug Night at the Virtual Movies. We will watch a movie that we're going to reveal at the uh, midpoint of this call. That'll start at 8 p.m. Central, social time at 7.30. We got Name That Tune and some jokes and just basically get to say hello to one another. After the movie, we'll have a discussion and trivia. Weekend, we are off. We just had a wonderful iBug Cafe talking about artificial intelligence. There's a lot of interest in that right now. And we discussed uh, Shri and Pete covered Ask Annie and Chat GPT. And that uh, recording podcast will be up very shortly, I promise. And well, let's see, we can talk real quick about our social media is iBug Today is our website, iBug Today. Then we have trivia, <laughs> trivia. We have Twitter at iBug Today, Instagram at iBug Today. And for all non-technical questions, the email is iBugToday at gmail.com. And we have all of our training sessions are on our website or they are available on YouTube and on your favorite podcasting app. 
All right, real quick, I wanted to just share one, uh, you know, I wanted to extend our gratitude and just let people uh, hear about this real quick, if anybody missed it. Okay, I bet today was honored to participate in the National Conventions of the American Council of the Blind and the National Federation of the Blind. Uh, we received a grant from an anonymous donor uh, with a specific request that the that we use the funds to raise awareness of iBug at the national conventions. So, uh, so as a result, we were able to uh, use the funds to support a exhibitor table at the uh, at the event in Houston, the NFB convention, and we also had a an outreach event there, and we also had a appreciation dinners to express our gratitude to our amazing volunteers who have shared their time so graciously and generously to fulfill our mission. And we also want to, again, thank our anonymous donor for their support and belief in our mission. And we also enjoyed meeting several people that have participated uh, over the past years, we finally got to meet them in person. It was really exciting just to, you know, finally shake their hand and hear their voice. And it was just wonderful. And we also look forward to meeting the hundreds of people that came by our table. It was I mean, really exciting to talk about iBug. And, you know, I could talk about iBug forever. But uh, we, we just, there was a lot of excitement and energy and uh, we just enjoyed uh, having that opportunity, and I wanted to thank uh, Brad Snyder and Wes Farrell. They were our support at the uh, exhibitor table for out uh, for about four days. Really, it was a lot of a lot of uh, work, but I think we hopefully made an impression, and hopefully we'll get to see uh, the fruits of our labors, and hopefully people will start joining, and we're just really excited about that. All right, with that, I will uh, hand it back to you, Brad. Well, thank you, Sonia, and um, I'd also like to say thank you. It was a privilege to be at the NFB convention and to uh, have the opportunity to work at the exhibit table alongside you and Wes. And it was great to meet all the people that came by to say hello and talk to new people about iBug. And we got a lot of people signed up and looking forward to seeing a lot of those names on the participants list and future calls going forward. So it was a lot of work, but it was a, a lot of fun, very rewarding. So with all that said, that was great. Let's move on to tonight. As we always do here, we like to get things going by giving everyone a chance to say hello, tell us your name, tell us where you're joining us from. And also, if this is your first time joining us, either first time on iBug or first time on this call, please say so and let us know. We promise not to point fingers at you and put you on the spot too badly. But uh, we do seriously like to acknowledge our new or new, um, new attendees. So let me get us started by saying my name is Brad and I am in Dallas, Texas. Mark in Montreal, the old time. Welcome, Mark. Is it working? Yes. Who's that? John in Houston, Austin. Welcome, John. Gloria Kirby in Houston. Houston. Oh, Gloria. 
in Gary in Austin. Hey, Gary. Hey, Brad. Welcome, Julie. We can't do this without you. Uh-huh. Ed in Georgetown, Ontario. Hey, Ed. And from Hi. St. Louis, Missouri. Welcome Herbie in. in Houston. Hello, Herbie. Chanel in Houston. And this is from New Brunswick, Texas. I was recently in Colorado. Well, welcome back to Texas, Dennis. Dat from Southern California. Hello, Dat. Ned from Texas. Hello, Ned. Hello. Dan from Southern California. Hey, Dan. Janet in Colorado. Welcome, Janet. Roy in Texas. Uh, I heard Roy, and who was the other? Uh, Vincent in New Jersey. Hey, Vincent. Welcome. Thank you very much, man. Pete in Jacksonville. Hello, Pete in Jacksonville. Hello, Bradford. Liz, Fort Worth. Hello, Liz. Helene Woodstock, New Hampshire. I heard heard Helene, and I heard Jody. Welcome, both of you. This is Dee from Illinois. Hello, Dee. Hey. Linda from Humble. Hi, Linda. Hi. Sarah from Vermont. Welcome, Sarah. Thanks. Brian from Ontario. Welcome, Brian. Greg in Texas. Hello, Greg. That it? Everybody get a chance? Todd Dan Houston. There you go. I was waiting on the caboose. There you go. <laughs> Beg your pardon. All right. <laughs> well, welcome everyone. Let's see. We like to get things started. If we have, uh, I didn't hear anybody self-identify as a, a newbie, but if we have any anybody who's new to using their iOS device or feels new, at using their iOS device. We like to give our new users an opportunity to uh, ask their questions during the first part of the show or anyone out there got a question and like to get us started. The spotlight can be yours. All you have to do is speak up. It's Linda. Linda, go, Linda, go ahead. Um, calling for my husband. He got hacked today and um through uh, Facebook Messenger, and he's basically non-existent now. Mm. What does he do? Mm. We got any Facebook Messenger users out there know what to do when you've been hacked? (gasps) Pete. Pete, go ahead. I would uh, suggest that you go in and change that he go in and change his password. Um, I don't know if there's a delete your account option in the settings. If so, do that. And then uh, if he wants a fresh account, start a new with a fresh password. But I would encourage you to drop it because I've been um, hacked two or three times on Facebook Messenger. I think I hate it now. I'm dropping it. All right. That's good advice. Anybody else? This is Wes. Um, Go ahead, Wes. You 
you can contact Facebook support. We've had it work um, in one case, but not another. So it's it's very iffy, but sometimes they can tell if the account's been hacked and they can get you back in. But uh, unfortunately, if the hacker sets up 2FA, um, Facebook probably won't restore it. That's so actually it happened with my daughter's um, Instagram. Yeah, it was Instagram. But uh, yeah, the the only thing you can really do is contact Meta. All right. Is there a phone number or? Um, I think you can look on on Facebook support. Okay. In the app, if if you have it, but I, I'm guessing it. He can't get into his Facebook either. He can't. It's like he's not even there. I can't even yeah. tag him, and he doesn't even show up as my friend anymore. I wonder if they deleted the account. It looks like it because he's non-existent. <clears throat> yeah, the, the only thing you can do is um, um, go into your Facebook and go into support and and uh, and get with Meta. And explain the situation. Okay, great. We'll give that a try. Thank y'all. Mark and Montreal. I hear you was hacked, Linda, but um, there's some good advice there. Sorry, did I hear somebody else? Yeah, Mark and Montreal. Yeah, Mark. Go ahead, real quick, uh, and we'll move this along. Is, this has happened to me, and uh, friends have posted and reported you know, uh, to Facebook and I, they always suggest to friends suggest to you, if you've been hacked to go in on your site and say, if you received a friend request from me and you're already following me, do not accept the friend request. I've been hacked. Just ignore it and don't accept anything new. If you're already a friend with me here. And uh, I haven't, you know, I've I've ignored it. Other than that, uh, it's it's not like it's a big deal. Uh, the only reason I use Facebook primarily is because my wife, who is sighted on it, we have lots of sighted friends, family, and whatnot. And so, you know, most of it's pictures and stuff like that. So to me, it's not a huge big deal. Uh, <laughs> But as long as you inform people on the site that's actually yours that you have been hacked and not to accept friend requests from from you because it's not you, I think that's a big part of of saving yourself, if you want to put it that way. I'm done. All right. Thank you, Mark. Let's move along to another topic. Who's got a next question for us? Hi, it's Ann. Okay, go ahead, Ann. Well, um, one thing that, that helped me with uh, the Facebook Messenger thing is I like to buy, sell, and trade on, on the Facebook Marketplace. And I've had people ask me to take a six-digit code. It's like, no way. And then I would always block them. So I hope that can – because what they're going to do is they want you to call a, some kind of uh, Google Voice number. And if you take that code, it's going to – somehow pirate your google voice number so any code you don't understand don't click on them don't type it in no place 
And if it seems suspicious, go ahead and just block it. So, and um, be wary of new accounts too. So, hope these tips can help somebody. Uh, Sorry you were hacked. You're very welcome. I was glad to help. Let's move on to something new now. Um, who's got a completely different topic for us? This is Sarah from Vermont. Yes, Sarah. Okay. I, I'm not, this is a weird, a weird one. Um, it's taken me a very long time to upload Google Chrome because back in the day, it wasn't a good, a good choice. Um, so I am wondering, now that I have Google Chrome, do I delete Google? Um, you mean the I Google Chrome Google? app on your phone? Yeah. Browser? Yeah. And and I've made it my preference, um, you know, so, so that I go straight to, to Google Chrome when I'm searching for something um, because plain Google hasn't been fabulous. It kind of changes and gets weird. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. do I erase it? Do I delete it? Google? Gonna, okay. Who can give Sarah some advice on what to do now that she's got Chrome? What should she do with the Google app? Yeah, I guess I'm... I, Sarah. Um, yeah, go ahead, Sarah. I'm, I'm worried that if I go ahead and start deleting it, that, you know, for instance, my Gmail will be um, affected and sort of everything. Just, just, the, just the plain Google app? I don't think it's going to affect anything myself. I've got it. It's just an app. And Google it's just Chrome, an app. It's, just an, it's just another app that's a browser. And yes, you signed into Google on both of them, but I don't think it matters. You just delete it. It's just deleting an app. I don't think it's going to affect your, your Google account because you still have it. You're signed into it on other Google apps on your phone. So I don't think it'll hurt anything. You could just leave the app there and just not use it. Either okay. way, unless you're worried about space, I don't think they take up very much space, but. No, I'm, I'm not worried about space. I just thought, you know, like that I was sort of exchanging one for the other. I don't think it's written down anywhere. You can't have both. <laughs> okay. I don't think right. it matters one way or the other. It's up to you. But it will not. I don't believe it'll hurt anything to delete it. It's not going to affect okay. your Google account. All okay. Right. Excellent. Thank you. All right. Who's got another question for us? Let's keep things moving here. Hey, Mark in Montreal. Mark, go ahead, sir. Hey, just got a, a weird question. I've been a WhatsApp guy for years and uh, not much happening on it, not too many groups that I'm on. Are there any chat apps out there on iOS accessible for us as blind or partially sighted people? When I'm totally blind, it's what some of you know. Um, that is a good app that you can go on and chat with people and don't say Clubhouse because uh, it's it has its moments. But I mean, I still use it. But 
uh, very, it's becoming more wonky as they put more bells and whistles and flowers into it. Uh, I don't know where Paul and Rohan are going with it, but that's another story. Um, is there any good chat apps up there where you can search for groups or people or by subject? I've heard some people suggest Telegram. I've also heard Telegram is wonky, and I've heard there's others out there, but nobody, I've never gotten a straight answer from anybody. So I'm just curious if anybody knows a good chat app where you can go in, meet people, find topics that you're interested in, and, and join groups as opposed to be asked to be put into one, uh, if anybody knows. I'm done. Who's using, who's using chat apps? Mark is looking for some new frontiers in the chat space. This is Dan. Go ahead, Dan. Well, um, there's an there's an app in the iOS uh, store called Voreal, V-O-R-A-I-L. I know I just checked it yesterday, it's still there. Um it's a, it's a it's a chat app. I don't know if if, uh, if it's set up for groups or not. It wasn't when I used it a few years ago. It it uh, this the subscription monthly price is is five dollars. It's it's strictly voice, and uh, it may be pretty good. Um, I used it a couple of years ago, and then uh, I got From off. Got Mark got in off Montreal. Of yeah, go ahead, Mark. Uh, I've heard that all the toxic people who once were on Volrail left as soon as it became a charge app. One of my friends from out in Alberta, where I used to live, is on it, and it's like five ninety five Canadian a month. Which, eh, no, uh, I really don't want to pay five ninety five Canadian. I don't mind paying a one timer if it's worth it, but five ninety five a month Canadian, uh, uh-uh, ain't going to go there. I'm done. Okay, well, I think there's a one-year subscription fee too. But anyway, if you're not interested, sorry to bother you. So. All this right, well, thank Liz. you, Dan. Go ahead, Liz. Okay, I really hate to bring this one up since it's already been issued as a problem. But if you are in different groups on Facebook, like I have RP, so I'm in a lot of Facebook RP groups. And they've got a chat feature there that unfortunately takes you to um, that problem child that we talked about just a little bit ago. Um, but that is one way to join chat groups with people that you have something in common with, and then they talk about other things. So you can be part of groups that way. Just saying I'm in about three of those. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you, Liz. Chris. Yeah, go ahead, Chris. There's an app. I don't have it, but it's called Discord. Yeah. Yep. Discord's a big one. Maybe that'll give you some ideas, Mark. This is Pete. Is Discord a voice app? Um, I'm not sure. Anybody know anything about Discord? Is it voice or is it text? I do believe there's a voice feature to it. thought chris might know this is chris go ahead chris i don't know pete i don't i don't have it i just see it all the time I'm like on a mm. well a lot of story trek stuff <laughs> on discord and i there I'm you not, go 
I thought downloaded it. So I think there's both components to it, but I'm not 100% positive. Okay. Okay. Well, that gives you some options there, Mark. So who's got a next question for us? This is Liz. Yeah, Liz. Okay, WhatsApp. That's one that you can communicate with people internationally without paying all those huge fees. Is that correct? I'm trying to learn correct. it, but I just don't get it. I believe it's correct. Is it is very international. This is Jerry from Vermont. Yeah, go ahead, Jerry. Um, yeah, WhatsApp, uh, that is the beauty of WhatsApp. You can both text and uh, send documents and pictures and uh, videos and all kinds of stuff internationally uh, and nationally. And there are a, still a bunch of WhatsApp groups out there that you can join as, uh, you know, we're talking about chat chatting with people earlier. Um, it, there's a huge amount of, of groups out there. I think Pete, mm -hmm. you, you're, you're on that with me somewhere in there. <laughs> yeah. It used to be uh, anyway. Yeah. 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 I want to get you uh, up going again, because I, I really value your input with stuff. So anyway, um, uh, it, it, it's a great app. Uh, Facebook has taken it over. Um, and that is, that is, a, a potential issue. Um, I've, I've, since they've taken it over, I've got a lot more spam um, sorts of communication with it. But um, you know, it's it's um, I don't go on it very often anymore. <clears throat> but it's a great it's a great communication app. Uh, if you know, if, particularly because you can isolate yourself into groups. Like somebody mentioned, there's an RP group. I'm pretty sure there is on WhatsApp too. Um, so I, I think so far that's, that's been the best of those kinds of apps. So, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't have any of that. I did not attempt clubhouse ever. Um, I, I just don't, I, and it sounds like it's become very, very difficult and complex, but, um, <clears throat> so WhatsApp still is my go-to for that sort of thing, um, when my kids went to Portugal, my my kid, my daughter and son-in-law and grandkids, we were able to communicate uh, on WhatsApp. So I hope that helps. Hmm. Yeah, this is Liz. Yeah, Liz. And that's wrapped this that, that was basically my question is my sister's going to Mexico like later this month and in November. Hopefully we're going to go to Barcelona and somewhere in Italy. So I was just trying to figure out what my best bet is. And so that app would be good. I'm not going to get like way into groups. I'm hoping there's a tutorial on YouTube or something to help me figure it out. Pete. Chanel. Some oh. pictures and I don't know anything about it. Okay. All right. Let's go with Pete. And then we'll go with Chanel and let's move on. To uh, Liz, ahead, you could go. You should all sign up on WhatsApp, create a, a free account. All it requires is your cellular number. And then there is a tab a button right at the top of the main screen entitled groups. And you can create a group very simply. And then uh, all of your messaging and group uh, conversations can go uh, internationally. It's very simple. And uh, it's actually a really good app. I'm a member of several groups, um, several tech groups, 
a music lovers group, uh, things like that. But if all you want it for is family members, I think it would be perfect. Great. Chanel, do you have anything to add? No, actually, go ahead. I think it's all been covered. All righty. I agree. All righty. Let's move on to something new. Who's got a new question, new topic for us tonight? This is Jody. Yeah, Jody. Yes, I got a phone call, so I missed a couple of minutes. Has anybody brought up the subject of Soundscape yet? No, it's all yours. Go for it. All right. Okay. As everybody knows, Soundscape is about to uh, lose its support from uh, Microsoft in August. And there, it's, it's uh, you know, open source for other developers. And the, there's one, there's actually quite a few. I, I thought there'd only be one. But there is an OpenScape uh, beta, which which I have, which is really nice. It's just like Soundscape. It's even got uh, shortcuts that you can set up. So that's available. And then there's another app that's now available in the App Store called Voice Vista. And it's a free app that's being developed by MIT as a substitute for Soundscape. And then I've also heard of another one called Soundscape for Everyone that's in beta that will probably be available. So we might actually have quite a few choices as, as replacements for Soundscape. I also want to remind everybody that tomorrow is Prime Day, tomorrow and the next day. And, and to add to that, I read something briefly that um, a components of Soundscape have been added to, I don't know which one, there's two uh, GoodMap Explorer app. There's GoodMap Outdoors and GoodMap explore and i think it's good map outdoors yeah that's the outdoor one yeah well the the explorer has an outdoor component to it but um i believe it's the good map outdoors that add added that to it i um talked briefly with mike may and his wife evelyn during the convention and i know they mentioned that um so anyway yeah, a lot of people are picking up that source code and implementing uh, this is Dot. their own iterations. Go ahead, Dot. What is Soundscape? I always heard it. Or OpenScape. Oh. Uh, is that a map navigation app? There you go. Jody, can you tell him what it is or what it was? Sure. It's a, it's a wonderful GPS app, and it's very accurate. You know, for example, uh, it will identify your 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 roads, it will identify crosswalks. And in my neighborhood, it even identifies driveways because I live in the country and the driveways are far apart. And uh, what's really, now if you you happen to be downtown, uh, if you're wearing a stereo set of earphones or earbuds, you know, of course you still want to be able to hear ambient sounds. But as you're walking down the street, it will say library on your right and it will come in your right ear or it will say center street on your left and it will come in your left ear. And uh, it's just, it's a really, really awesome um, navigation app. But, um, you know, it it, it, Soundscape was developed by Microsoft, but it's not being supported anymore by Microsoft. So it's gone open source and there's a lot of other developers that are picking it up. So the one that, that I'd recommend right now is called Voice Vista, and that's that's mm-hmm. being developed by MIT, and it basically has the same functions. So the other apps are still in beta testing. So, But it's a really nice app, and it's accurate. For example, I've used uh, Lazarillo, and 
I'll be standing in the intersection and it will say intersection 65 feet ahead, which, you know, is off where uh, soundscape is spot on accurate. So uh, that's why I've always liked using soundscape. So all these new substitutes that are coming along will be a nice addition. This is Jerry from Vermont. Oh, thank you. So, okay. Go, yeah. Thank you, Dad. Go ahead, Jerry. I, I had a question for Jody. Have you used, I, I know some people on here have used the good maps one. Um, is, is that as accurate as voice Vista? What, what's been your experience with that? I've tried, oh, this is Jody. I've tried good maps outdoors also, and it, it's, it's accurate, but I find that he keeps repeating uh, lo the location over and over again. And it just seems a little clunkier. I'm not, I shouldn't say I don't like it because I'm not as familiar with it. I think if I used it more, I did try uh, uh, quite a few others when I heard soundscape was going down, you know, so I did try good maps outdoors and Lazarillo and a few others, but um, you know, it, it's nice to have all of them. Yeah. There's a lot of good options out there that uh, good maps outdoors used to be Sendero GPS until Mike May with Sendero his company was Sendero. They partnered with uh, APH to, on the Good Maps Explorer app. So he changed the name of the Sendero GPS app to Good Maps Outdoor, and it lives on. And apparently, since they're adding this seeing AI component to it, it's apparently still in development and living on. And it they're both free. That's Mark in Montreal? So, yeah, Mark, go ahead. Brad, I don't know. I think Okay, but it's my experience in trying good maps outdoors that you had to put in a location every time and it didn't retain those locations for you like these scout soundscape clones are can do. Um, but that's just been my experience with it. So I have my save markers and stuff like that, which you can do with uh, OpenScape uh, beta or with Voice Vista. And I'm really liking the voice vista, but a caveat here, if you like the imperial measurement as opposed to metric and you're in Canada, you have to go in and change your settings under your location and regional to U.S. and then change to imperial measurement so that voice vista will work. They don't have an option inside the app of voice vista to change from uh, metric to imperial like a lot of apps do. So that's just a caveat. If you look, prefer the Imperial like I do, I'm old school. I'm not a metric guy. I, I don't know how far uh, 100 meters is. You know, like I just can't relate to that. And so I like my feet and yards sort of thing. So uh, that's why I had to go in and change my settings to US and then change my uh, from Imperial, from metric to Imperial. And that's the only way I could get Voice Vista to work for me in feet and yards. Interesting. This is Good Marty. advice there, Mark. Thank you. All right. This is Marty. Anybody else? Before? Yeah, go ahead. Um, different topic. Um, oh, good. Already? With, with, um, with the streaming apps, I noticed, I think, on most of them, when it, when it goes in the landscape, once you once you watch um, a show or a movie, it will say um, home button to the left. Is that the standard? Because I was in Netflix 
and it said something about home button, but it didn't say right or left or, or do any of the apps have it where the home button is to the right? Okay. You mean when you're holding it in landscape? Yeah, view. well, it, it, it will say home button to the left. So I figured it's landscape. And that means that you turn your phone so that the top of the, like the top of the phone is like with your home button to the left. So the yeah. top of the phone would be like the left side of the phone. Well, if it were, well, I think if it the were home button would be on the left. That means it's on the left side. Yeah, but I'm saying are there, be on your right. Are there any of them where um uh where the home button is to the right, or is that the standard for landscape that the home button is on the left? I don't know. I think it's trying to let you know if you're site dependent that if you want it right side up to put the home button on the left. Okay. Miss Kathy. Go ahead, Kathy. I'm not sure, but I feel like there's some app where it tells you which way you put it. So if you put it correct, you know, like That's what I'm thinking. And maybe I'm just thinking of the Braille, one of the Braille keyboards, but I, I feel like I've had it both ways. But I guess on Netflix, I am picturing it, the home button is always to the left. Okay. And, and it might have said that. I just didn't. Um... I just didn't hear it, you know, where I missed it. Because I know Jody. Jody, go ahead, Jody. Yeah, it, it flips whichever way you're holding the phone. I don't think that it's locked one way or the other, unless of course you you lock your uh, your screen. But it, it flips if your if your home button's on the right, it says right. If you flip it, if you flip the phone upside down, it will say to the left. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you just play with it and see what it does, Marty. Yeah. All right. Thanks. And I'm thinking if you can't see, it may not matter. But what may matter is a lot of times on those when I'm, when you double tap to open a menu bar, it's usually along the bottom. And if for some reason you're holding it upside down, it's going to be on the top. And that would this is Marty. I think it also. I think it also. It right. It wouldn't matter if you're just swiping to find. Um, a particular item but if you're doing app switcher um, you have to know which is the bottom of the phone that is true because if you that turn it the opposite way the app yep. switcher function yep. wouldn't that work. is true that yeah. is true all right well somebody can experiment Thanks. with that and let us know okay so this you is great. a chance to ask go ahead greg yeah i was just going to put in a plug for the acb links app uh, especially okay. during the, the convention. Gosh, that was being able to they have tabs at the bottom for streams and podcasts. And it makes it so easy to flip through all the, the uh, different streams that ACB offers and the, the podcast. It's really a, a convenient app. I don't know if the NFB, does the NFB have anything similar to that? No, they don't. Not that I'm aware of. I had an app during convention, but it was just for convention. But it wasn't yeah, like the AFB link. Michael Doyce did a really nice job on that app for them. Right. <laughs> that that the is a just it just makes it so easy to to go through all the different things that ACB uh, 
offers in terms of programming. Mm -hmm. Very true. Very true. Well, thank you, Greg. This okay. is Helene. Go ahead, go ahead, Helene. I was just going to ask somebody and I hadn't spoken tonight. That's yes, you. Um, go ahead. Yes. Well, I, I have a group in Arizona that contacted me that has a senior group um, that every two weeks from the Foundation for, for Fighting for Blind Children. Anyway, it's a senior group and they're really so helpful. When I go to Arizona, I have much more support there. And one of the things they sent was a lot of phone phone numbers that to put in. And the last time, the first class was two weeks ago, and it was really hard if you didn't press the, the code and it's nine digits. And so I called in because it's not like a Zoom, like when I call here, um, I don't know, it's, it, it has so many digits. Um, is there a shortcut to get into that call whenever I, I used my landline I, I, because I was, it was easier for me to press that number because I know how a, the way the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, zero. And then I was able to, at least, but if I didn't quickly enough, it said timed out, try again, you know, and then I was disconnected. Is this, you make a phone call to join it? Yes. And when I, I the, there was only one meeting. And when I went to the meeting, I said, do you think you could make those, like, it's shorter? When, like When you call, does it yes. prompt you yes. to enter the meeting ID? Yes. yes. And so when you call the number, it answers and then yes. it'll prompt you, correct? Yes. How quickly does it answer? almost immediately i would suggest you make a contact and you yeah. do the phone number so that it dials the 10 digit phone number followed by two commas and then enter that nine or 10 digit yes. however many digits it is into the uh where you put the phone number in a contact mm -hmm. and when you call it it should automatically enter it all for you that's how you can do it with Zoom calls. Yes. And it may be necessary from... to follow it with a, a pound sign or something like that. Anyway, uh, go ahead. Who was that? This, um... this was Jerry. From yeah, Vermont. Jerry, go ahead, please. I, I was going to ask you, Helene, is it is it a Zoom? Does it say welcome to Zoom when you do the first set of numbers, when you dial in? No. Or does it? What? What is it then? I, is it, I, it was only, it was only, I only did it two weeks ago for the first time. And I, uh -huh. and I just, it was sort of like, welcome, host hasn't joined, um, yeah, whatever. Free conference but, call is a popular. Yeah, I think it is free conference call. Yeah. Um, I think, I think that's correct. Uh, you know, that, that business of creating the phone number with the commas and that, that will do it. All you have to do is just tap once and it will get you right into that meeting. Yeah, I yeah. think each comma is a two second, or is it a three second? It's a it's a right. pause. Two. It's yeah. either two, yeah, two. I think it is two. Three seems too long. But then, so but then you have two commas, and it usually gives it time to answer. Then say what it says, 
and then you can usually start entering even before it's finished talking. And you, you know, if it you, wants you, you to said, press the, go ahead. Yeah, this is Helene. Um, it had you put in the two commas after the phone number, but then after it's finished, do you put a period or an, a, a number? Pound if it sign? wants you to put a pound sign, you might put a pound, but you would not put a period. Okay. This is Pete. Yeah, go ahead, Pete. My only hesitancy is if it's a waiting room type of a thing where it's going to be a, an indefinite length of time that you're waiting. I don't think uh, you me. It's not that sophisticated. No. If it's, it's just a like a menu system, uh, Helene, then yeah, mm -hmm. either two commas or even three will delay it a little longer. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, I've used it before. You call, it answers, it says... You know, mm -hmm. please enter meeting ID or whatever it says, and you enter it, and that's it. It doesn't use passcodes like Zoom does. Uh, this is Helene. Go, go ahead, Helene, and then we'll go see just, what Jody's got. Yeah, yeah. I, I, my only question is I'm using my iPhone, and I have to keep going back and forth to memorize that number to put it in as a contact. Right. Well, if you if you put it in your notes or something, you should be able oh, okay. to highlight it and then copy it and paste it when you're um, when you're when you're creating the contact. Go ahead, Jody. Let's see what Jody has to offer. Yeah, you could you could write the whole number down in notes, and that might be handy. But what I was going to say is, when you're in contacts and you're in the number pad for your telephone. You're not going to find the comma on the number pad, but what you do is there's a there's another keypad. If you go to the uh, star button on the phone on the keypad, if you tap that, it will bring up uh, another keypad that has the punctuation, and you want to go up to where the number four is, and that's where the comma is. You tap in the comma, and then it brings you back to the main keypad again. So you have to go back down to where the star is tap that to bring up that alternate keypad. So you're going to have to do that three mm -hmm. or four times to get to the comma, to add the comma. It might be easier as, as you just said, to go into can... notes, write, write the whole thing out in mm -hmm. notes and then copy the whole thing and then pass that pat, you know, post that, paste that, paste in your that into the number. Yeah. Phone number. Yeah. Yeah. This, is, this is Helene. Go ahead, Helene. Can, can, can I use the Logitech? Uh, external keyboard to do it you should be able to but i i still think your best bet is to write it out in notes highlight mm -hmm. the whole thing copy it and then paste it um the logitech keyboard yeah. may be limited with what it can do when you're in the um the phone yeah mark in montreal uh go ahead mark Brad, I've done that actually uh when i've needed to put in a phone number with extensions or something like that you just use the number keys, put the number in 6712130, comma, comma, comma. Each comma is, uh, I believe, three seconds, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe so that would like give you nine work. seconds. And then you put in the extension number or the password code and put the number sign, which is the shift of your number three. And that'll put the pound sign on at the end of it. And then you just save it and it's there. Bob's your uncle. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, give that a try, Helene, and see if that'll work. Yes, you to move on. Thanks. All right, let's move on. Let's, let's beat that one to death. 
who hadn't had a chance tonight? Let's give somebody new an opportunity. This is Ed. Yes, Ed. Uh, just uh, I have a I have a security code with starting with a zero. Is that a no no? I don't think so. Mine starts with a zero. Not a problem. Okay, and and I want to I want to. I want to clone a, an Air 3 to a, an SE3 uh, phone. And um, I've been using the phone for a bit, and there's things in there. But if I clone it, is that a problem? Or uh, that really won't mess anything up, will it? Like in, in copying, when it copies over everything? Back everything up to an iCloud backup, you should be fine. And... Where do I find that? I know it's in there. I've been in up and down okay. settings in my iPad okay. and my iPhone, and I can't All figure right. out. I, I've you I've been can on tell it. Jerry, where he can find an, how to do an iCloud backup. It's Ed of his phone. This is Marty. Go ahead, Marty. Um, on the top of settings, it's usually your name, and you click on that. And then there is um, just all kinds of stuff like purchase history. But I think you go to iCloud. And then when you're, in, when you're in that, it should say, I think, on the second page, like the second screen, it should say iCloud backup. And then it will tell you it's on. It will tell you when it is last backed up. And then there's a backup now. Um, you can just uh, tap that, double tap that, and it will, it might take a few hours, but it will back up. I'm I'm sorry, that's not actually that's not not what I'm asking about. Where is the uh, where is the function for cloning the one to the other? You only well, find that when you're setting up cloning. a phone brand new. You'll only find it, it with a brand new phone. You, you only like, find it when you're doing the setup on a new phone with nothing in it. You got to, yeah, that's an option when you're setting up a phone. It'll ask you, do you want to set it up as a new phone or set it up from, and there's a couple of backups, and iCloud backup is one of them. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, this is Jerry from Vermont. I'm, I'm, I don't, go ahead, I don't Jerry. Want I don't want to beat this to death, but you, you have to make sure that the the phone that you're cloning has enough gigabytes and the gigabytes will match the phone that you're cloning from. Otherwise, if you're if it has more and the new phone has less, you're gonna fill up that new phone mighty quickly. So just make oh, sure you've got the yeah, yeah, same amount of uh, of stuff on there. I'm not sure that cloning is the correct word. I would no, use I, the term restore from an iCloud backup. Yeah, there you go. I was wondering how he was going to clone it. I, that, yeah, cloning is not the correct term. kind of a term. cool statement. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. Thank you. Um, let's see where we are on time. Who hadn't had a chance would like to. Who hasn't had an opportunity to like to ask a question? We still got about eight minutes, so. It's Kathy. Yes, Kathy. When I'm reading uh, a long email, um, and is there a way 
to search for things within the email or is the only mm. way to do something like that to copy it to a a file and then use the file? How can Kathy, what do you want to do, search, search for a term or something yeah, well, in the text of happened, an email? Yeah, this happened most recently looking at the, you know, the program for the, for the convention. You know, you have all this information and you kind of want to like mark things off. Like when I used to read it in my voice note in the olden days, it was really cool because you could put a star star or you could, and then later search mm -hmm. for it. But somehow with the phone, there's not a, there's not like a screen review mode where you can, where you can search right, for right, things right. in Anybody certain places. Search, search for a text or a text string or a word in an email that you're reading on your phone. Jerry from Vermont again. Go ahead, Jerry. My thought is don't, don't do it. Try to do it from within the email. You can do it from, I believe you can do it from the search function. Uh, oh. And just just uh, outside of the email and or the spot, uh, I was going to say Spotify search, spotlight first search on your on your iPhone. You should be able to uh, to do that. Okay. You, just, you just write the, the first part of the text, you know, the like the www.acb.org thing or whatever. And, and it'll bring them all, it'll bring them all up. And uh then it's it's you know you can do that the other thing i would do is in spotlight search go out uh, you know to your main your home screen get spotlight search from the page up thing uh that's that's right on, on next to your dock write the thing in and it will find all occurrences of it for you because it'll do that on the web and it'll do that on your phone just huh, just so you could like search for Friday or something and it would yeah. show you. It would give you all the indicate all the yeah, 10,000 Fridays exactly. you got. Yeah. Yeah. Or ACB Friday schedule or something, you know? Right. Yeah. Uh, and that, that's make it as specific as you can, because you, you know, it's like when you go on Google, if you, you start searching for something on Google, you get 10 million hits of, you know, whatever. And it, it's just, that's just pointless. So make it as specific as you can to what you want to, like, if you're looking for uh, ACB podcasts, for example, just put that in. That way you'll get them all, you know, you'll get all the lists of the ones that you have on your, your ACB link. Um, right. You know, the other thing I just wanted to mention about ACB link uh, is that that's that's valid all year long. You can you can go on that anytime right. when they have the convention podcasts. You can just go on there and and they'll be right there for you. I, I love that app. That's one of and the best. Go on, and if you go on Saturday nights, you may hear Herbie Allen singing on karaoke. Oh, boy. Mm. Yeah, it's just mine. <laughs> So That's right. frightening. Very good. Be aware. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you very much. Um, this is we still got some time. Who's got a who hadn't had a chance? I'd like to get a question in before we get to uh, the top of This the is hour. Greg. Yeah, Greg, go ahead. Okay. So I have I'm subscribed to a local online newspaper, and I'm also getting some emails from our neighborhood group. And they're formatted with like a, a newspaper, like multiple columns. 
how do I? Mm. And so some of the some of the things will jump from one column to the next column as voiceover reads them. Is there a good way mm -hmm. to read those things? That's a good question. I do not know. Anybody got any experience with multi-column uh, text reading it with voiceover? I don't, but this is Jerry from Vermont again. Ahead, I, I don't, however... I bet you could find an activity in voiceover in your voiceover settings uh, and create an activity that would read one column at a time. I, I'm not sure of that, but that would be my best bet uh, for that. Um, my thought <laughs> is some of the OCR apps, you might yes. have to send it to, and is seeing AI or the Envision app that they have the ability to recognize column formatting and read read a column as opposed to reading across a line that then goes from one column into the next, which I bet is what Voiceover is going to do. This is Pete. So, yeah, go ahead, Pete. Is there not a setting or a, an item in the rotor settings called columns? And would that work? I've never seen one. <clears throat> Go ahead. It's, did I hear Susan? This is Chris. Oh, Chris, go ahead. There's a rotor option called Rose. Um, I've not seen one called Collins, but there's a Rose one when you're in a table. Mm -hmm. But you might want to try Containers, correct? There's one called Containers. Uh, yeah. That may work. It, it it may not go all the way down. It may stop at the end of the screen, but you could try that one. Yeah, it depends on how they're if their voiceover sees columns as containers. I don't know. Okay, good. Thank you, guys. All right. Yeah. Good luck. Let us know. Definitive for you, but yeah. All right. Let's see. I still think we got. We got, you know what? We are there. We are at 59 after. That's close enough. We're going to say we're there. Sonia, we are yes, close enough to there. the top of the we're hour there. to hand the baton to you. All right. Thank you, Brad. Lots of good questions there. Uh, so we would like to extend an invitation to anybody who didn't get to say hello the first time around. Say your name and where you're from, and if you're joining us for the first time, who would like to go first? Hi, it's Vanessa from Georgia. Nice seeing you, Sonia, at the convention. Yeah, got to meet you. <laughs> Welcome, Vanessa. She really does exist, yes. <laughs> Very nice. Thank you. You're welcome. You know what I mean? There are real people up there. Okay. Because when she, look is, good she is down. just as nice in person as she is in you know, the ball, so. Is she as good looking as her voice? Oh yeah, definitely. All right, who else? This is Kathy Shelton. I mean Kathy. Uh, Tulsa. Kathy, welcome. This is David from Houston. Hey David. Sharon from New York. Welcome, Sharon. Thank you. Marty from Philadelphia calling for the first time tonight. 
I know. <laughs> Welcome to you. <laughs> All right. Who else? Anybody else want to say hi? Okay. All right. Hi, this is Deb from Kansas. Hey, Deb. Welcome. Thank you. All right. Anybody else? Okay. Well, here we go. It's Cyberbug Night at the Virtual Movie Time. So, we're going to hope that somebody out there is going to give us some fabulous clues. And let's see if our... Who's out there? Cyberbug Guy, are you out there? Yes, 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 I'm back. Oh. Yay, make applause. <laughs> Man, it's been so long since I've been here. It was awesome last week getting to meet all the new people that never heard about iBug at the conventions and seeing some of the volunteers that we have for the first time meeting them in person and others just had a great time wish everybody could have been there and we just want to uh, again thank we had an awesome uh, grant from an anonymous donor that allowed us to do some special things with all our volunteers and uh, just get the word out put the word out there about iBug. So we are so appreciative of that. All right. Well, let's get down to it. But wait. <laughs> Does anyone know what's the cleanest city in the USA? It's got to be New Orleans. I'm just kidding. It's got to be Tulsa. All right. It's hint. It's on an island. Manhattan? Honolulu. <laughs> is it? It is? Honolulu is named the cleanest city in the U.S. All right. Fun fact. Moving on. Now, let's get ready. It's time for... Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> he's still going. He's not coming down from that. I got to tell you. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Nobody can replace. The uh, one and only. All right, we are getting ready to give some clues. There are five fantastic clues. You get one guess per clue. And as always, the rules are say your name and wait to be recognized before you guess the title. We just want the title of the film. All right, clue number Our film this week is set in a place we 
have seen many times before in our weekly movies. Mm. Mm. Do I need to repeat the clue? Uh. All right. I guess nobody <laughs> remembers that we oh, well, most of the films that we see are set in, of course, New York City. Moving on to clue number two. <laughs> the lead actor, 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 brings a slick, ruthless, force to the title role. The lead actor brings a slick, ruthless force to the title role. Man, I need my crickets. Where are you? Crickets? This is Marty. Uh oh, Marty. Yes, sir. Uh, true lies. True lies. I think that's in New York City part of the time. Ooh, Marty. Not this time. Good guess. <laughs> oh, no, it's not good. It was not this. <laughs> Who else we got out there? What's not right. It's not good. Take on, a guess. Who's that? I said, come on, guys. Come on down. Sharon. All right, Sharon from New York. <laughs> Raging Bull. Raging Bull. Is that mm. New York? I think so. Okay. Well, mm -hmm. South, South Carolina's most of it, I think. <laughs> What's it? Well, not the one we're looking for this week. Good try, Sharon. Come back again. Hey. Anybody else? Moving hey. on. Oop, Pete. Serpico. Serpico. Ooh, Serpico mm. is in New York. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Does uh, is it Al Pacino? No, it's uh, the yeah. other guy. Yeah, it is. Al Pacino. Oh, Al Pacino. Yeah, yeah the, I'm thinking of the taxi driver. No, right. All right. Yeah. Well, I may have to consult with the. Just. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Serpico. Okay, the judges have made a decision. Pete, you are absolutely wrong. All right, moving on to clue number three. Oh, only three. He, oh, he, he, the main character, he tells <laughs> clients what they don't want to hear. He um. shoots 
he shoots down their fantasies of options. Read it again, please. He tells clients what they don't want to hear. Mm. He shoots down their fantasies of options. These clues were provided by that guy that was here last week trying to imitate me. <laughs> Nobody here last week. We you mean Mike Bollocker? Michael Bollocker? This is Dot. Two weeks oh, ago. good, Dot. Is dot. It dot? That's going to go for it. I've okay. got a good uh, feeling. Is it, uh, is it Gangs of New York? Gangs of New York. Oh, Dot, that's getting close. Sort of. No, this is not even close. Good try, Dot. Okay, not even close. That's Linda. Linda. Lost in New York. Lost in New York. Lost in New York, Linda says, what's going on? Who lives in, did we have anybody here from New York? Yes. Besides, besides Sharon? Helene. 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 You know the city? I know the city. Have you ever gotten lost? <laughs> Many times. <laughs> many times or not any? <laughs> many, many. Many times. Okay, so it is the possible. Street sign. Okay, mm -hmm. Lost in New York is absolutely. Bong, 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 bong. Good try, Linda. Not this time. <laughs> oh. All right, moving on to clue number. <laughs> Oops, who is that? This is Brooks. Oh, Brooks. Come on, Brooks. <laughs> the accountant. The accountant. Oh, Brooks is on the right trail now. But oh, not God. this time. That's a great movie, though. Uh, All right, moving on. Clue number I forgot what clue we're on. Four. Oh, four, 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 four. <laughs> he worked. No, he, he. Yeah. The main character works in the shadows. Only the shadow knows. <laughs> Cleaning up messes. He works in the shadows. Cleaning up messes. Ooh, I thought that's going to give it away. Uh, <laughs> Not hardly. <laughs> All right, on, guys. Going on to our last clue. Clue number. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not recording numbers. 
I'm not a miracle worker, <laughs> the main character says. I'm a janitor. I'm not a miracle worker, the main character says. I'm a janitor. All right. It's Greg. Oh, I think Greg's got it. Come on down, Greg. Is there was there a movie called The Fixer? Ooh, Greg. Oh. Ooh, Greg is very, very close, but that's not the title. But of course, we're talking about somebody that's a fixer. The main character is a fixer. Good try, Greg. It's you're going to give it away for somebody else now. Oh, okay, Sharon, the final answer. Oh, is it Wall Street? Wall Street is not <laughs> No. <laughs> Good try, Sharon. Come again. This is Ed. Okay, Ed and then David. The mechanic? The mechanic. Oh, you guys are all over the place. All right. Good try, Ed. All right. David's got it. I know he's got it. Uh, is it Donnie Brasco? Oh, I thought David had it. Not this time. That's a great movie. We're mm. going to play that one sometimes when we're feeling all bloody. <laughs> hello, everyone. <laughs> Who's that? Who said hello, everyone? Uh uh, I will. I met you guys the first time at the Texas NFB. My name is Ishmael, by the way. Nice to meet hey, you guys. Ishmael. Oh, welcome, Ishmael yeah. from California. And with his yeah, yeah, California. <laughs> yeah, my brother. He's with my. I was with my brother at the time. I remember you. You were drinking all that beer. <laughs> I drink. I drink. I drink about. I drink about three. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait. Uh, I do you have through, a yeah. guess for the movie? <laughs> oh, I didn't hear. I just joined in. This is my first time joining in. That's why I'm kind oh, of excited. Oh, okay. So. Well, all okay. right, all right. Well, we're giving clues for our Friday night movie. Wait a minute. They call me Ishmael. I can't go over all the clues again. No, so, no, we don't right. want you to. No. All right, I'm going to give you one <laughs> bonus clue. <sighs> He looks as if he stepped into the role from GQ magazine cover. It's mm. the right look. Conservative suit. Mm. Tasteful tie. Clean shaven. Every hair in place. Mm. Oh, I want to meet him. And his and his aunt was a great singer. Rosemary Clooney, George Clooney. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Say your name. We need a title for the movie. Ned, are you guessing? Yeah, no, I don't know. I think I got the characters, but I don't know the movie. All right. 
much, Darren. We're going to get to save our prize for another. No, Sharon's time. trying to guess. Oh, I Sharon's going to go on the bonus. Yeah, I am. I think it's good night and good luck. Good night and good luck. Well, Sharon, guess what? It's wrong. Good night to Sharon. <laughs> oh, we we got to go. Chris. Oh, oh, Chris. What was that yeah. movie? The, Peace, the Peacekeeper? Wait, wait. Brooks is going. Oh, Chris and then Brooks. Oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry. No, not The Peacekeeper. Brooks, tell us what it is. Is it the council? <laughs> oh, God. All over, all around it. Okay. All right, one more clue. That's enough. First, the, the first name in the title is the same name of someone that is talking right now. <laughs> <laughs> we are talking right now. We are all Mike, talking. this is Vincent. <laughs> That's it. My camera. Uh, <laughs> oh no! All right. Okay. We're gonna. That's it. We're gonna have to cool it down. In the towel. But otherwise, Brad's not gonna get to do his little whip fight. Or what no. do you call that? Michael Clayton. Mine's a short. Michael Clayton. Button. I heard somebody shout it out. That's it. So, but we don't give away any prizes tonight. Since what was it? The name of the movie is Michael Clayton. He plays a fixer for a law firm that has about mm. to get sued. All right. So starring George Clooney, Tilda something, Stepping no, Sweatin'. Sweatin'. Mm -hmm. Who won an Academy Award. Yay, and George Clooney. A lot of other great people. So, is it Friday? Is it fun or lighthearted? It no. is a drama mystery. Is it going to be my cup of tea? I guarantee it'll be lighter than last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. We All right. Would you like to say go. goodnight, Mr. McCullough? What? Can you say goodnight, please? Am I supposed to say goodnight? Yes, please. Uh, Go okay. away. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go Rick. Go Rick Ashley. One hit wonder. Is that song part of it? That was wonderful. Painful, but wonderful at the same time. Okay, so we are going to... Where do you go to watch some fluff? There we go. All right. All right. So the movie, in case you missed it, is Michael Clayton starring the lovely, wonderful George Clooney. So we can check that out, ladies. Okay. All right. So uh, da, 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 time for iBug Bite segment with our very lovely old Brad. Brad, are you there? Yes, 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 yes. I am here. All right. I'm ready to go. What you got? Fortunately for everyone, this will be brief. Well, an often ov overlooked simple little feature that was introduced into the Apple Mail in iOS 16 is the ability 
to unsend an email. And I'm not sure, but uh, I discussed this with my staff and we don't believe this has been covered. So we're going to cover it. If it has, it's worth repeating because it's a very nice feature. How many times you send an email and you go, oh man, I meant to add this or that phone number or something. And you'd like to call it back. Well, guess what? You can. So I'm going to open up my trusty little iPhone. 2021. Everybody hear that? Unlocks. I have an email, some little short, sweet little um, sample email here. Test message heading. It even called test message. Okay. I've already written it. I've addressed it to myself and wrote just one line in there. Something like this is a test message, but that doesn't matter because what I'm going to do is I'm going to send it. 100% battery power. Send button. There it is. The send button. I'm going to send it. Send. Now I send it. Mailboxes. Now I go down here to the bottom. Undo send button. Very bottom, just above the bottom of the thing. You got to do it quick because you've only got a few seconds and I double tap. Cancel button. And it Minimize brings it right back. And how did it do that? Because it didn't really send it. There's a delay. And I, you know, I neglected to look. I know on that other desktop thing we don't talk about in here, you can set it. And I think the maximum is 30 seconds. Um, but I got busy and forgot to look in settings. But by default, you know, you got at least 15 seconds, maybe longer. And you can hit that button. It brings it right back, opens it right up, and you can fix whatever it was you forgot. And then you can send button. hit send again. In case you're asking, Mailboxes. back button. You can even bring it back again. Undo send button. Cancel and you button. Keep doing Minimize that all day long just to amuse yourself. But anyway, that's it. That's how to unsend an email message. I promised you it'd be short, a lot shorter than those clues. <laughs> that, oh, this is something. Who is your staff exactly? <laughs> uh, uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> what i thought okay yeah. very cool brad Hang on, let's you're the lady that gets sawed in half when i'm doing a demo <laughs> sometimes you know you're keeper okay. of records very anyhow cool. yeah All my right. staff let's open it up all right peeps anybody have questions for brad this is terry yes terry um so when you send it, um, I didn't hear any sort of uh, audio audible notification that says it's sent. Does it, if you just sit there and wait for it to actually send, then do you get that audio notification? Yeah, or um, whatever you have. Yeah. Um. I think I never pay attention to the little sound. Sometimes I hear it. Sometimes I don't. Depends on if you got that little switch. Muted. No, it was not set. Unmuted. I did not have the little switch on the side muted. So, yes, it should have made the sound. But um, uh, it maybe it didn't go through the way I've got my iPhone hooked up. It should. But that could be it. Because like I said, when you when when you send a message, what's really happening is it really isn't sent yet. Is a little delay, which is how come you're able to unsend it because once it's gone, it's gone. And so it's got a little delay. I believe it's up to 30 seconds. But but once you hear that sound that says it's been sent, then you're going, oh, too late. 
yeah, or once that on little button button at the bottom disappears, ah, uh, and it's gone. We can send it right now. We'll see. Minimum send button. Okay. See. Thanks. Listen. Mailboxes. Oh, there, back wait, button. I heard it. Undo send button. Let's see. I can undo. Cancel button. So Minimize draft sound. button. That time I was paying attention, and it did make the sound immediately, and I was able to unsend it. Okay. But here, let's send it. Send button. Let's count. We'll see how long it takes. One, Mailboxes. Two, back button. Three, four. Undo send button. Five, six, seven, eight. It's money. Nine. Message. Undo send 10. button. Hang on a second. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, hey, 16, Undo send button. 17, 18, okay. 19, 20, 21, 22. 23, send button. 25. Updated four minutes ago. There it goes. Messages. I counted to 25 and it's gone. Checking for mail. So I'd say that's close to 30 seconds. Go ahead. You can actually make, uh, you can go in your sounds and you can switch the uh, default from the swoosh sound. You can make it to like a tiptoe or a tritone. That's correct. So you can make it louder. That's correct. This is Herbie. Go ahead, Herbie. Um, I do. Be, do you want to mention that you can adjust the undo sun timer in the um, mail settings itself? Mail There's settings, correct. Yep. And what's it set on by default? It seems like it was about thirty seconds. All right, I think it's set for ten by default. Oh no, I counted. I counted a lot longer than that, so I must have. I must have changed it. So you probably did. I believe you're right because I know on that desktop device we don't talk about. It, I believe it is ten. Which is way too short, but um, I may I must have maximized it to the full. It's thing, Monique so. again. Yeah, go ahead, Monique. I wanted to mention really quick too. Another thing that will help out is if you turn your voiceover volume in your rotor settings. So most people have it to like a hundred or a little higher. If you turn mm -hmm. it to at least twenty, you'll be able to hear the tone a lot louder. Yeah, that even only adjusts the volume of the voice, I believe. No, I it does for everything. I do it all the time. Is that the sound effects too? All right, cool. Yeah. All right. This is Jody. Yeah, go ahead, Jody. Where's that unsend button again? Bottom of the um, the screen. When you're in, let's say you're in your inbox and you hit compose in the bottom right corner and compose an email message. And then when you're ready, you hit the send button and me message is gone and you're back looking at the contents of the inbox or whatever folder you're in when you created the message or if you're replying to a message you're now looking at the message that you replied to it's at the bottom of the screen um, okay thank you okay very yep, bottom you. put your liz. finger on the bottom there's a little button there go ahead who is that did i hear liz uh-huh is, is this in the um is is this part of the default um, email or does it matter? This like is, you're this in is the Apple Mail Google? app, the default Apple Mail stock app, as we call it. Okay. If you're using the Gmail app or the Yahoo Mail app, you, it it's, may not, I don't believe it's in there. This is a feature of the stock Apple Mail app. Okay. That's so true. that's the one I use. I've just got like three different kinds of emails in that app. It shouldn't matter. So it'll be which... the same on. Yeah, it's it's a it's a feature of the app. It doesn't matter which mail account you're using. And again, this feature, um, 
began with iOS 16. So if you're still hanging on to iOS 15 because you're afraid to update, you are not going to find this feature. It's iOS 16 mm-hmm. and newer versions of iOS 16. So it's been around for now for almost a year. All right. Dawn from Houston. Oh, who's that? Dawn from Houston. Oh, Dawn. Hi. I'd like to ask a question about the email. How do I get my inbox back onto the. It doesn't have, like, you know, like when you go into your mailbox and it's, you know, it has the back button and it has VIP and. Google. That sounds like a, just a general mail question. Yeah, hang let's on. Hang let's on let's finish up our general our discussion yeah. of iBug Bytes. Any final questions for Brad? Okay. This yes. is Shree. Right. Thank you, Brad. Ahead, Shree. Oh, Shree. Yeah. I was going to say, I think by default, if you don't do anything, it comes as set to none. None? I, I none. Think it's, yeah. Oh, I think it's like Herbie said, 10 seconds. It's set to something, but it's pretty short. Yeah, I think by default it's none. Then you have to pick 10, 15, or 30. Okay. It's been a long time since I started using it, so I'm not going to say for sure what it was because I've slept a few times since then. Thank you, Shree. All right. All right. Well, thank you, Brad. Very cool. One more tool to save yourself some embarrassment. Okay. All right. Now, maybe, back maybe to... Maybe not. Huh? Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> yeah. All right. Don, okay, your question is how to do what? Get your inbox What? Yeah, how do I get the inbox back into the menu? Uh, not menu, but uh, like when I go into my email and, and, you know, it says inbox, you know, certain amount of emails in your inbox. I don't see that anymore. It just has CC, VIP, draft. Okay. VIP. So you're seeing a list of different mailboxes, but you want to see your inbox. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Anybody have any help for Don? How to see her inbox. Okay. Because it has all my emails in the CC. Okay. This is Shree. Uh, I go Shree. So Don, when you uh, swipe left, what is the headings that you see? Um, like the CC. Well, VIP no. is first, then CC. Do you have the back then, button? Yeah, the back button is there. Double tap. But it's like double tap it's like back mixed button? all around. Yeah, I double tap and it still doesn't come up. Okay, so you, when you did the double back, when you double tap on the back button, did it take you all the way back to edit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then if you swipe right, there should be your your um, mailbox inbox. Yeah, but when I you swipe see that? right, it, when I swipe right, it says CC, and it has it said you have forty emails, you know. Is but this it a CC? Uh, go ahead, Jody. Yeah, if you're li- if you're in if you're in that um, mailbox where you have VIP and Gmail and and all the other uh, accounts listed, 
those are all closed. You have to expand them. So for example, if it's a Gmail account, you want to go down to where it says Gmail and you double tap on Gmail and it will open up the list under all your under your Gmail and then you'll see inbox drafts, sent items uh, and that sort of thing. Um, same thing with, you know, your, your, if you've got an iCloud account there, it will just say iCloud. But then if you want to see all of the boxes in your iCloud account, you want to double tap on iCloud and it will expand all of the boxes that are listed for that, uh, that account. And then if you want to close the list, you just double tap on it again and it will, it will close, it will unexpand <laughs> or close the, the list and then you'll get back to where it just says iCloud. So you want to go to whatever account it is, whether it's a Gmail or iCloud or whatever your favorite. Uh, if you want to find your inbox, you want to double tap on that and expand it to get to your inbox. Okay. okay. This is Sonia. So this real is Shree. Yeah, go ahead, Tree. So isn't there a main inbox that has all the inboxes for all the emails that doesn't get, uh, it's, it doesn't close? It doesn't collapse. It's collapse. It doesn't collapse. So is, yeah. that's usually, from my experience, always been on the top. Right. I'm just wondering what that CC is. I'm not sure what I'm, that is. This is straight. Yeah. I was going to ask you if that's like a mail folder that she's created called CC. Hmm. Okay. The quickest question or thing, the suggestion I would give to you, Don, is to have you tried closing the mail app and then restarting? I mean, you know, just opening it again. Yeah, I've tried that. Okay, and you have gone. The main thing I think what Shri was trying to get you to do is to go all the way out as far back. You know, if you know how to get to the back button, it should eventually mm -hmm. take you to the main inbox. So, somebody, anybody else? This is Chris. Go, Chris. The CC, that's a setting you can automatically CC yourself when you send an email. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, uh, any other thoughts for Don? This yes, is this is Greg. Okay, Greg. Yeah, the only thing I, I, I have not looked at this, but if you if you go into your, flick back to your, your mail page that has the list of your mailboxes, if you have one that's not showing up, if you'll go to the top right, I think, and tap on that edit button, uh, you can just flick right through uh, a list of all the mailboxes. And if it's not, if it doesn't say selected, then you can double tap on it and that will make sure it does show up in your list of mailboxes. But I'm not sure on the, I would think that all inboxes is just a default. But anyway, check check the edit and, and see what's there and see if you have anything that's not selected that you want. Okay, very good. All right. Okay. Good luck, Don. Tell us how that comes out. Okay, Thank let's you. go. Next. This is Marty. Go, Marty. Um, in the Apple Mail um, app, I've had trouble when I have an email with attachments. It's a PDF attachment. So it says double tap to download. So I do that and it says, it gives the attachment name and says 0%. And instead of percentages going up, it, in a couple seconds, it will say um, double tap to download. So in other words, that attachment, I can't download it. 
So what I have to do is I have to go, because it's my AOL um, account. And what I have to do is uh, go to the AOL, actually the AOL app, find that email and download the attachment that way. Um, it will not download in the Apple um, mail app. Uh, okay, anybody had that issue? Problems downloading an app, an attachment within the AO, within the or native mail app. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's in the Apple mail app. It's an AOL. Yeah. It's, right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I do that pretty frequently and, you know, it'll, yeah, I haven't had that issue. Anybody else? Yeah, not sure. No, Marty. Okay. Okay, next. Next question. Yeah. Who's that, Sharon? Yeah. Go ahead. So in my native mail app, this is happening, like started happening about a week or two ago. In the inbox, email will pop up that I've sent. Like one just came now that I sent on Friday. And, and, and I don't know why. <laughs> It's in your this inbox and it's in my inbox, a mail. It's in my inbox and it's a mail I sent to someone, but it comes through as though it, their name. It like it looks like it's coming yeah. from John Smith, even though I sent it to John Smith. So this yeah. is Brad. Go oh, Brad. That's yeah. a feature that Apple introduced along with the unsend mail back in um, uh, iOS 16 and on its corresponding Mac counterpart. It's called follow-up. If you send an email to someone and for some reason the mail app thinks you're expecting to receive um, a response, it will put that email in your inbox right up at the top. And it thinks that you want to see it to follow up. And if you go into your mail settings there is a way to turn that feature off and beware. Well, Cause I have, I have sent an email that was something I intended to, you know, save for later, even though I sent it and there it is in my inbox. And I'm like, what's this doing here? I don't need this here. I sent this last week and I hit delete. And then a month or so later, I look for it in my sent items. It's not there. So be careful with those. But you can oh. turn that off. The feature is called follow up. But if, but it's Sharon, but Go if ahead. you delete it, it could delete it also from your sent mail. Yeah. I move, well, what I was experiencing is it was moving it from my sent items to my inbox right up at the top for me to see it, thinking that, oh, yeah, I was supposed to get a follow up on this. Let me uh, reach out to that person again or something like that. Even if that's not what you wanted to do, it just kind of had a mind of its own. Huh. But you can go into your mail settings. I don't know where it is, but it's in there. Uh, and turn it off. Oh, okay. This is Jerry. Go, Jerry. I have that setting turned off, and I still, uh, not always, but several times, I'll still get that follow-up, that email. I'm not sure why it happens, but I definitely is... keep getting it. This is Brad. Oh, Brad. Do you, you, you you may have, do you have your email account set up on more than one Apple device? No, I don't. 
Okay. Because if it's on another, another device could do it. And since most mail accounts these days are IMAP, that's what you see on one device is what you see on all of them. So you need, if you have yours set up, for example, I have mine on, on an iPhone and iPad that I never use and, and two Macs. So I have to go make sure that feature is turned off on all <clears throat> devices or it will do it and it will show up on all of them. No, I only have it, Jerry. I only yeah. have it on an iPhone and it's still does Yeah, it's got a mind of its own. I don't like the feature, but it is, this is that's what I've had to do is turn it off. Okay, thank you, Brad. Go, Pete. I have a similar but a different problem where I, uh, and I think it's cleared up at least in the last few weeks, but for a long time, I would delete an email out of my inbox. You know, I'd either read it or whatever, and I would delete it. And it would happen several times that the deleted email would return and be back in my inbox, sometimes as early as like, the next day or later that day and sometimes you know like you said six days later or something like that but it was not one that i had initiated which does not sound like a follow-up issue but i'm wondering if anybody's had similar problems with deleting uh, having emails pop back into your inbox that you had previously deleted huh. all right anybody have that issue this is jody Go, Jody. Yeah, I've had both things happen, the follow-up and the, the messages pop back in. And I close the app and the app switcher and then open it again and they go away. Mm, I thought okay. it was just a glitch. Okay. okay. Thank you, guys. Good question. That, that happened to me with the uh, follow-up thing. And I was like, what is this? I was so... I thought, you know, and I have that setting, the, the threading of my messages, and then I kept thinking, did, did they respond? And I, I'm not seeing it. So it caused a lot of confusion on my uh, part. And I know we've talked about how to navigate messages within a thread, but I was still paranoid that I missed something. So thank you, Brad. Okay, next. Who wants a new question? This yeah. is Jody. Okay, hang on. Jody, let's go with Jerry, and we'll come back to you. Go ahead, Jerry. Uh, is there any way possible of sending or compressing larger emails, like sending them with the mail left? Sometimes it asks you to do it through mail drop, but the other person that I send it to doesn't have that feature. So is there any way of sending a larger email, like sending it as a PDF or something so it's smaller so the other site can download it. I don't, I'm, I've tried sending, like say you send several folders, I can only send three or four at a time. And then it asks what size I want to send them. I send them in the medium and it sends them. But if I do more than three or four, it'll ask to use mail drop or it won't be able to send. All right. Any suggestions for Jerry and how to avoid sending something with mail drop but still sending a small enough file? So you're trying to send pictures or files? Or yeah, what to Picture, pictures and or like uh, larger files. Like I recently uh, was sending a, uh, what's it called, my uh, genetic test and that was several pages long. 
Okay. So trying to send that, I was just, I couldn't do it. All right. Anybody have thoughts for Jerry? This is Shree. Go Shree. I mean, if these are just plain files, you could do it, try and print it. And one of the options to, when you do the print is to convert to a PDF. This okay. is Herbie. Go Herbie. I think you can turn off the mail drop option in settings. Okay. Oh, that's good to know. Another mm -hmm. option I thought of, Jerry, I don't know if the other person has this, but you could do some kind of file sharing. You could use Dropbox or something and then just put them there directly, and then you don't have to mail anything. They would just be there. So that's another mm -hmm. option. And there you can get, like, I think now it's what, I don't know if it still is, two gigabytes free. And the accounts mm -hmm. are free. So mm -hmm. that would save a lot of time. So just one more. How how what did Herbie say? Why well, you can oh you can turn off mail drop. Okay. Okay, Herbie. How do you turn off mail drop? No, no. I was just wondering. I forgot what she said, but yeah, that's what she said. Yeah. Okay, so you could turn it off, and then you won't get prompted to do that because you don't want to do that anyway, right? Yeah. This is Shree. Go Shree. There's also one option if this file is in the files app there is a compression option when you go to the file and you swipe up or down you do have one option that's compression okay. i i tried to do that but it's like if i then looked at i double tapped on when it was on compress but the file size was still the same like it still said the same file size once i swept back to it and looked at it so Okay. All right. Well, those are some suggestions. I try the try it out. Maybe the Dropbox or file sharing apps might be another option. Okay. Thank you. Go back to Jody. Jody. Yes, I've got a Facebook question. All right. Today, my today my daughter got an invitation to join my Facebook page, and it wasn't mine. Hmm. Somebody has cloned my Facebook page. Yeah. And she actually sent a message to Facebook, which I got a copy of that said that this is an imposter. Uh, and Facebook said that they're going to look into it and all that. Well, I went into my real Facebook account and changed my password. And I'm a little concerned. Should, is there anything else I should do? And why? who even found me? I mean, I'm not really active on Facebook. Uh, and why are they why are they? doing it what's their motive i i i this is all new to me so if anybody can let me know what's going on i'd appreciate it all right good question who would like to quickly talk about hacking on facebook what should jody do this is liz go liz on facebook the reason people try and um clone your account is some people have credit cards attached to their Facebook account or they've got apps attached that you can log into the apps and you know order things pretending to be somebody else so that you can you know charge up on other apps that have credit cards attached to them that's the reason they try and clone yours um, the first thing I would do from your main account is to let those people that are your friends know that you've been hacked and so if you get Another, if they get a second request to friend you, that it's not you. And then 
reporting it to Facebook um, is always a good thing because they actually do take that seriously. Sometimes it doesn't seem like it, but they really do. Those are the top things I would do. This is Herbie. Go Herbie. The best, best thing you can really do, though, in general, is just make sure everybody is educated on how to use what I would call a little bit of common sense. Um, if you see a friend request from somebody, look at take the time to actually look at the profile. Do you, you know, does it um, how many friends do they have? Do the, does it have they posted anything? Things like that. Um, just a lot of little things will cue you in right away that um, and see if you're still friends with that person. Um, but there's a lot of things that will clue you in as the Facebook user that you're dealing with a hacked account. And then, you know, if you know the person, of course, outside of Facebook, you can check with them. Hey, did you create a new Facebook account? But most people occasionally do run into somebody that will create a new Facebook account. And but you're probably going to know who's likely to do that and who isn't likely to do that. So I would say that ultimately your best defense is just being the smart Facebook user. And you can definitely report those to Facebook and they'll at least get the account deleted. Um, like, you know, it was said, but you just ultimately your best defense is just being the smart Facebook user, I think. This is Jody. This is Jody. Uh, Jody? Uh, well, I, I, you know, I don't even, you know, how we, you can join an app through, you know, using your Facebook. I've never done that. And, and I, and I also am careful about, you know, I, I don't have my phone number there. Um, I just have given vague information on where I am and that sort of thing. So this is Herbie. I have been careful, but, um, yeah. and I don't, yeah. and I don't, I don't take anybody's friend requests unless I know them. I, you know, I've, not, and I've probably denied people that know me, but I don't know them. So, right, right, okay. Uh, Herbie, and then I thought I heard somebody else. Go, Herbie. So, how they're getting your information is not by hacking. They're just going to your profile page and grabbing what they can off of there. So, what they're just grabbing is what information you have out there publicly. That's all they're doing with these Facebook uh, okay. cloning things. So, they're not actually getting into your Facebook account like through the passwords and stuff like that okay this right. is Tony. should i should i post a post on my facebook page or you know i've been i've been hacked and and don't respond or i don't think that's a bad idea i would just post it as friends only not public um and okay. uh but you know it's not a bad idea and then yeah. you know just so people know all right good question jody okay this next. is ed go ed um yeah, that that same thing happened to me last week. Uh, I didn't go on Facebook, but my wife went on and she said, you have either, I don't know, it was two or three accounts on there. And I said, okay. And she, so she took care of it. She got in touch with Facebook and they just, they eliminated two of them and uh, just said, you know, change your password. And that was it. No big deal. All right. Okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. okay. All right. Next question. Question. Anybody else? Gary. Go ahead, Gary. Yeah. How, how do you make a mailbox where I can have uh, two mail accounts coming into one box? 
All right. You want... uh, going into each individual box. So would this be on your native mail app? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anybody want to talk about that? Okay, so you've what already. What was the question? Assumed, yeah, go ahead. What was the question? Uh, how do you add different mail accounts so they all come into the same inbox? I see. This is Liz. Go, Liz. I have like ten different email accounts in the native email app, and if you do from the top, the one that says "See All Inboxes," I think that's what it says. You can go from there, and they're all all there. I don't do that because I get too many emails. But um, yeah, that's you, you can see all of your emails from yeah from I mean, all I your can, inbox. I okay, can let's, let's clarify Gary's question. Is that not what you want to do, or what? Well, I can go into each box individually, but what I want to do is have it where I can just look at all of them from one place. Right, that's what she's. That's what we're saying. Yeah, so, the, uh, anybody else want to explain? This is Pete. Go, Pete. Uh, just what what Liz was saying, uh, Gary, is that there is an all inboxes um, kind of a a box, and it consolidates wow. all of your different accounts into a single all inboxes. I might have to create mm -hmm. that one because I don't have that in mind. I was hoping there would be something like that. This is Herbie. Go, Herbie. So, yeah, if you hit all your back buttons to go to the very top in mail, you should see an option that says all inboxes. Yeah, no, when I go to the back, it, it has the list of all the inboxes. There's nothing called all inboxes. Really? So you don't see all inboxes, it's, VIP, all that? Uh, well, I see VIP. I see, uh, you know, one account. I see VIP, and then I see another account and then various things for the gmail account and then various things for an icloud account but i don't see this this is greg oh greg yeah it, it, i i checked after uh the earlier question about this and if you'll go into the edit go back to your list of mailboxes go back to the as far as you can and your list of mailboxes and then go find the edit button up in the upper right hand corner and double tap on that uh, and flick right. And one of the options is all inboxes and make okay, sure that voiceover can... is telling you that's selected. Yeah, I because I will look for that because I was hoping there'd be something like that. Yeah, so. it's, it's very important. It's a very good feature. All right, great question, Gary. Thanks. Good, good. Yeah, thank you, Greg, for checking up on that. We appreciate that. All right, anybody else? One more question, probably two. Anybody that hasn't had a turn, any of our new people, we're gonna put are Ishmael on the spot. Ishmael, are you still here? Or Ishmael. Okay, anybody else? Arlene. Arlene, Miss Arlene, go for it. Um, what is a gesture to turn speech on? Ah. Who would like to help Miss Arlene with that? Not voiceover. This is Marty. Speech. Okay, go. Marty. This is Marty. Uh -huh. um, well, if speech is on, <laughs> if you do a three-finger double tap 
it's a toggle. So if it's on, you do a three finger double tap that turns it off. And if it were off, a three finger double tap would turn it back on. Okay. This is Arlene. Go ahead. I was uh, I was dropping my phone and on its way down and I tried to grab it. It said speech off, mm -hmm. but my voiceover still works. And so does Siri. So yeah. I don't know how to turn speech back on. And if I did, what speech is it that's off if everything else is still talking? All right, Marty, want to explain that? Um, I don't know why it would have said speech off, but just do the three finger double tap and see what it says. Yes. Yeah, so all you, so voiceover is still running. All of the features are still going on, but you have just turned up maybe when you were reaching for it, you, you may have touched two fingers or three fingers on the display or something. And it thought you were turning it off. I've done that too. So uh, what Marty said is you would just, do a double tap, three finger double tap, and then speech will come back on. Okay, this is thank Greg. you. All right, go ahead. Yeah, the other thing I've noticed, uh, and I don't know if this is with the new phones, uh, I have a 14 Pro, but there have been times when I literally just oh, touch the screen and uh, voiceover, uh, the, the, the speech will turn off. And it, I don't know if that's a bug or if that's something with the 14 Pro, but there have been a bunch of times that I just literally touched the screen and it says speech, you know, speech has been turned off and I have to triple do the uh, triple tap to get it back on or, or three finger double tap double to get tap, it back yeah. on. Yeah. All right. So this is Jody. Go ahead, Jody. It's not just your phone. Yeah. Yeah, it must be something. Okay. Really quick, anybody else? A really quick question. Okay. I have one quick question. It might be kind of related to Brad's question. I sent an e a text message to somebody and it shows up as unread. I think I may have even asked this a long time ago. But I, I'm the one who sent it. Is this saying that the other person hasn't read it? I, I don't know. That doesn't make this sense. This is Brad. Either. Brad? You got read receipt turned on. And no. therefore. No, I don't have it on. No, it's them uh -huh. on their end. So when they've read it, it says read. Uh, but they haven't, they haven't read it yet. They haven't opened up the mail app. Possible they saw it on their lock screen. Okay. And then they dismissed the notification. So they sort of read it, but unless they open the messages app and go to that conversation, it may okay. still show as unread. Okay. I'll have to go and deal with that. Sure. Person. It says unread or does it say delivered? No, it just said, it said, it said it was a message that I wrote and then it said unread, even though I wrote Maybe it. Maybe they're just trying to one, tell you something. Yeah. Usually when I send one, It'll say delivered, and then once they've read it, it then says read and says the time. Yeah, but, I, don't, you know, I, don't, I don't think, I don't know, I'm going to go check, yeah. try to replicate that's pro that's, But that's most likely that's what that is. Okay. And it has it only works with iMessage, not a regular SMS text message. Yeah. It has to be an uh, iMessage to do the read receipt. All right.
Very good, guys. Thank you, Brad, for helping me facilitate today. It was fun, as usual. Thank, thank uh, you to my staff for helping me out. <laughs> I'm glad to be of help every once in a while. Um, and thank you to everybody that joined all the great questions. It's so much fun. We learned a lot. I know I did already today, several things. And we missed you last for uh, Monday. So I hope you all had a good 4th of July. And and just quick review tomorrow mini buzz seven five to six on Clubhouse Thursdays the book club, then Fridays I back on with virtual movies watching Michael Clayton and the uh, recording for iBug Cafe talking about artificial intelligence will be up very shortly. And with that, we will say goodnight. And as usual, if you have an idea for a demo or a iBug Bite segment or an iToy segment. We'd love to hear from you because we know y'all have great ideas and we want to broaden our horizons, have different people, different voices participating. This is your call and we want to, you know, there's lots of apps out there. We can't do it all. So uh, this is a team effort. So if there's something you'd like to share with us, uh, you know, send us an email at ibugtoday at gmail.com and we can move forward from there. Thank you all so much for all your help and contribution and not sharing your knowledge and time with us this evening. And we will be back next week. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Good night, everybody. Good night. Eva Cassidy. Good night. Yep, Eva Cassidy. Way to go. We're ending the meeting in five, four, three, two, one. See, I can count backwards. Bye. You have many talents. <laughs> you know, it's good staff is hard that to find. To dream. <laughs> Bye. Really Bye, Mr. McCog. You're leaving.